This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 696 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And oh my, oh my, we have a good neighbor today. His name is Addison Heyer. He's with Old Florida Chop House. Addison, how you doing? Great. How are you? I, I'm living the dream, man. I'm, I get to talk about steak today. This is, but we've made a big time strategic mistake. What the, why, why am I not at the old Florida chop house actually taste testing? I mean, why That's did you question on the internet? What, what were we thinking? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd happy to have you here. <laughs> so, Addison, obviously I am a big fan of what you do and, um, absolutely love steak among other foods but you know I, i've got to share the wealth but given the choice uh so fill us in I, I i've kind of spoiled some of the scene here but old florida chop house tell us about your restaurant there well we opened two years ago um uh, five months before covid happened perfect so, timing yeah perfect timing absolutely <laughs> so um uh, it was a bit of a struggle at the beginning. Uh, we, we were shut down five months after we opened. Um, and then reopening uh, was a bit of a challenge. But, you know, the owners here have given me all the guns that I needed to to make this a successful restaurant. And, um, uh, you know, after two years, we, we built our, our reviews up. You know, we're pretty much five stars across uh, all the review sites. Um, uh, we're a small restaurant overlooking um, a small lake by Bonita Bay. Uh, it's a beautiful little restaurant. Um, it's almost like a little club. You know, they call us yeah. the hidden gem um, yeah. because we're tucked away in the Trianon Hotel. Uh, but we uh, we serve uh, Wagyu steaks, prime uh, prime steaks, fresh seafood. Um, uh, and we let our food speak for itself. We, you know, we, it's very simple. You know, salt and pepper, fresh fish, uh, salt and pepper on our steaks. Uh, that's pretty much it. You know, we we let our food speak for itself, and, yeah. and it, yeah. the word's definitely getting out there. Okay. That's that's great, great to hear. I love the fact that you have a, a, an outdoor eating area. I'm a big fan of eating outside, even in the summertime, and and all that. Coming from Pennsylvania, you. There were only a, it was like a little window where you got to eat outside. And, uh, mm-hmm. so, uh, I'm always seeking out restaurants that have that in the overlook of the uh, the pond. There, it's very very cool. I see a photo of it here on the internet. So, mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, what about your journey, Addison? Tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into this. Well, well, my father. I'm going to blame that on my father. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> uh, my father traveled around. Um, uh, with the Ritz Carlton's when I was growing up, so mm. I was born in Phoenix. Uh, he was the uh, food and beverage director um, at the Ritz Carlton Phoenix there. Um, and when they decided to open up uh, the Ritz Carlton down here in Naples, um, he was the first person they called to uh, have him open up uh, that hotel. So I was living in the Ritz Carlton uh, at one point. So um, Wow. Uh, I kind of grew up in the industry, so to speak. So I started as a dishwasher um, at a local uh, uh, sports bar in town in Naples and worked my way up to the general manager at one of their locations um, there after four years. Um, uh, and then uh, the director of ops uh, with that company uh, left and went to a fine dining restaurant, Port Myers Beach, uh, and decided to take him, take me with him. So I got into the fine dining scene about four years ago. Um, 
I was his assistant there. And uh, after the first year, um, he left and uh, he was consulting. So he moved on to another restaurant and they offered me the position there. So uh, I worked in fine dining for two years there. And then Darren, uh, the director of ops here, uh, called me up, uh, was looking for a, a general manager for this restaurant. And I couldn't pass it up. It's, it's a great gig. It's my yeah. first restaurant I ever opened. So that was a, a bit of a challenge, but it, it was fun. We had a lot of fun doing it. So um, that's my story in a smaller version. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, you mentioned the word challenge and you said a bit of a challenge. Uh, I've opened, I, I opened up the restaurant. I, I have a taste of what it's like to be in that business. And um, people, if you haven't experienced that, our listeners have no idea mm-hmm. how bit of a challenge that is. It's a huge, huge bit. Uh, so uh, good for you. And, and we're thankful that uh, that you did it. And, and we have wonderful places all over Southwest Florida just to chill, chillax and uh, experience great food and wine and all that fun. Mm-hmm. Now, in your days at the... Uh, Ritz Carlton, did you run into Norman Love at all? I know uh, in an interview we did with Norman Love, uh, he mentioned that he kind of, you know, got got going via the Ritz Carlton. I see you smiling there. Oh yeah, I, I've been around Norman Love. I don't remember him too much, but my father yeah. and uh, Darren, um, the director of ops here, uh, actually worked with my father and Norman Love at the Ritz Carlton. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I don't remember Norman Love, and uh, but I know I, I've been around him. My uh, my father's uh, yeah. and Darren here are very good friends with him. They can call yeah, him up right cool. now and have him come they're, down. They're all connected. How about that? Yeah, oh, yeah. It, was, it was quite a while back, but it's neat, you know, all these kind of stories weave in and out and connections 20 however many 30 years ago yep exactly it it all starts at the ritz carlton that's for sure (laughs) so it seems yep everyone ventured out and did their own thing but they all still still stay connected that's for sure yeah yeah and i i know a lot of that rubbed off on you you know you can't be around that uh not you know, even from from an outsider, you know, from from your father, uh, you, you have a lot of good things to blame on him as well, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> he's, he's definitely the smartest man I know, and I wouldn't be I wouldn't be here without him. That's yeah. for sure. He's my own little consultant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could all use that. How about when it comes to myths, misconceptions, Addison? What comes to mind? Whether it's you know the restaurant industry or seafood steak, what what can you speak to uh, that maybe enlightens our listeners a bit um you know i I don't really know about myths so to speak you know i i just uh i guess i wouldn't even like to think about it you know uh in a in a sense um you know we just like to keep keep moving forward and yeah chugging along well i'm gonna i'm gonna it's just really you know not a myth or misconception but for those uh so so here's a guy um me that went for a long time avoiding meat. And uh, and then I was enlightened by the real facts and and regardless whether you eat meat or not, I mean, you guys provide an awesome variety of uh, options. But, you know, for, for those uh, that are maybe trying to decide, well, what do I choose, right? You know, a filet and we've got, you know, all these different types of, of steak choices. How do you decide? What do you recommend there? What's your expert opinion? Well, well, with steaks, yeah, I love our our options we have here because you can go from you know the really fatty ribeye to a nice lean prime fillet. So you have 
whatever your taste profile is, you know, um, we have it here. You know, if you want to do a step up to a Wagyu steak, which is sometimes hard to get a hold of in the restaurant industry, uh, we have it here. We have a great. What, explain that. What is that? A Wagyu steak is kind of like the uh, Rolls Royce of, of steak, so to speak. Mm -hmm. and we have the uh, Wagyu New York strip here. It's an Australian A4 Wagyu uh, that we get from Bush Brothers, which is a phenomenal uh, meat company out of Arkansas. Um, they have been amazing ever since we've opened. Uh, we went with their product, um, their prime steaks, everything that they yeah. provide that we have on our menu here. So like I said, we have... Uh, the Australian Wagyu, um, uh, the prime fillets, and, uh, we have anything you're looking for for a steak, we have it here. Yeah, yeah. You know, even if you want to venture out, you know, my staff is well versed on uh, on the different types of steaks here, so yeah. they can explain it to you. And um, uh, so, so the answer is, and correct me if I'm wrong. Get on over, start with one. Come back and do another. And exactly. Come back and do another, and then exactly. after how many visits? Six, eight, ten visits. You can decide for yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> Either way, you cannot go wrong with any decision that you make. You know, it's they're just we have phenomenal stakes here. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's great. So, how about outside of the restaurant business? What are you doing for fun? Well, I bought a house last year, and. Nice. Uh, that that has been a journey in itself its own job so to speak um yeah. Yeah. i enjoy it though it's my own yeah. little piece of mind mowing the yard trimming the trees trimming the bushes um yep do you have much uh work to do on it yeah you know yeah. it's it's one of those things I'm, I've, I've heard stories but it's come to life it never ends it really doesn't yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. fun you know other than that you know i take my mondays we're closing sunday and mondays so i uh, spend uh sundays with my wife and my son i have a two-year-old son um wow. we uh we spend sundays together and mondays are for the yard so <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have a nice routine going yeah um, yeah that's great you now how about when it comes to, oh, life challenges, you know, hardships, you mentioned the, you know, for, for me, just, oh, you know, being involved in a restaurant is a hardship in and of itself, but, uh, and I know you mentioned the COVID, but, you know, what else, or maybe it was the COVID challenge uh, comes to mind, the period of time that you were challenged, you got through it, and now looking back, you can say, I'm better for it, I'm stronger. Yeah, my goodness, this, these past two years have been very yeah. interesting. Um, very interesting but, but between you know staffing supply chain issues uh, the covid you know uh it was difficult it was you know every day i had to wear a new hat and go a different direction um especially with the staffing staffing was probably one of the hardest i would say um in the kitchen alone you know my front of house staff you know all of them are old ritz carlton guys too and uh very you know reliable it's the, the kitchen was probably my most difficult situation. Um, a lot of restaurants were having the same the same issue. Yeah. Um, so what was happening was, um, you know, they were throwing money at people, you know, left and right, and having to change, you know, how we pay and our pay structure um, right. overnight, pretty much, and just trying to stay ahead of the game. And and I understand it, you know, it, it's a hard industry, it's a hard job to do, you know, yeah. and um, yeah. so we just 
stayed ahead of the game. We, 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 we trained our staff. We actually uh, hired a couple of, of uh, people that didn't know how to cook at all uh, and mm-hmm. trained them from the bottom up. And I think that was probably the, the best thing we did um, yeah. Is, yeah. Is, is investing in people um, and training them to do the job and, and ultimately making them a better person and, um, uh, and learning this industry so they can make mm-hmm. great money. Um, I, the staff, that, the kitchen staff that I have now is probably the best kitchen staff that I've, I've ever even seen in this mm-hmm. industry. Um, great guys. Leonardo is my chef back there. Uh, I trained a couple of guys from scratch. Um, Mike and Dom. Dom is my sous chef. He's fresh out of culinary school. We hired him uh, last year. Um, mm-hmm. Great group of guys, hungry, um, willing to learn, ready to you know change every day with me. You know, <laughs> whatever yep. whatever hardship may come, we're we're ready to rock and roll. Uh, good group of warriors back there now. That's I was going to say. Every day is a battle. I'm sure. I yes, mean, uh, if you've opened you, a restaurant before, you you, you yeah, understand yeah. the pace. I mean, it's just you know. Every day is a new, a new, a new adventure. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's great. Well, how about one thing you wish our listeners knew about Old Florida Chop House? What would that be? Ah, uh, well, they still call us the Hidden Gem. I'd like to, uh, yeah. you know, uh, not be the Hidden Gem so much. I'd like to be a gem. <laughs> uh, I mean, we have great. We did. We did. We had a great season this year, but. Um, you know, we'd like to get the word out this summer. Yeah. Keep keep us alive this summer. You know, any locals that live here, come check us out. We got great happy hour specials for summer. Um, I like to keep my staff up and running. You know, my staff likes to take some time off too, but um, summertime is always a little difficult around here. So, yeah. Yeah. if the locals, the locals can keep me going, you know, that would be the ideal situation. Yeah, yeah. All right, locals, come on out. You come know, on out. Time of year, we locals enjoy it because we can pretty much walk into a restaurant and just exactly. you know, not have to wait and all yep. that. Stuff. All right, super, super. Well, for those that want to venture on over and discover this hidden gem, what's the best way for our listeners to get in touch? Uh, well, we're on Open Table, so it's Old Florida Chop House uh, at OpenTable.com. Uh, you can also call me here at the restaurant. It's uh, the number here is two three nine nine four eight four four zero zero extension five, um, uh, or you can just uh, go on our website at oldfloridachophouse.com. I have a link directly to Open Table. Uh, our menus are on both our website and opentable.com as well. Wine list, um, everything you need to know uh, about our selections and our times and our availabilities, happy hours uh, are all on. Our website or you can give me a call i'll answer any questions that they have super Watson, great job it was our listeners don't know this it was your first you did it you did awesome thank you yeah yeah <laughs> you're a pro man i appreciate that charlie this and, has been uh, this has been wish awesome you, uh, wish you the best going forward and uh, we will definitely be stopping by so yeah come see me charlie i owe you yeah. a steak <laughs> that's great be there in 10 minutes all right <laughs> All right, Addison, you take care. Thanks, Charlie. Appreciate the uh, the time. Uh, this was awesome. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.